0: Hey everybody and welcome to Grounded Sounds. Real quick, before we get started this week, I want to talk to you a little bit about um, membership and how you can help support us doing these great episodes every week. We've been really enjoying doing it ever since we started and this kind of stuff takes a little bit to run. So what we'd like you to do, if you're enjoying the music, if you're enjoying the conversations that we're putting out every week, I'd like you to go to mostlyharmless.media and um, click on the subscribe button And underneath the button, there's a link that says become a member. Whenever you click that, you can put in there whatever you like to donate, um, whether it be five bucks, 10 bucks a month, 20 bucks a month. It is a reoccurring monthly payment, but it just kind of helps us keep this, this type of content on the air. We really, really appreciate it. If you could just take a second while you're on listening and throw us a little something. And for doing that, You'll become a member of the podcast and we'll give you access to some exclusive content. Now, that content may be some videos that we shoot in the studio of the bands that play. And this is a really great little intimate venue that very few people get to see the performances that are going on in here. But as a member, you'll have access to that kind of stuff. And we'll send you out a newsletter and uh, just let you know things that are going on. And in November, after we get done with the membership drive in October, we are also going to throw a membership party. Everyone that has become a member will be invited. Um, All the other shows on the station, uh, we're going to come in here. We're going to have some food, some drinks, hopefully some entertainment. And we're going to have just a way to say thank you for your support. Another thing that you can do is uh, advertise for the podcast. We're just kind of starting slow on this and it's going to be a flat rate, hundred dollars per episode. And it's really cool because from a business owner standpoint, like myself, it's a lot more targeted than some of the other type of advertising you might be able to do. So just a hundred bucks per episode, you know, the type of people that are going to listen to the show. We can tell you the number of people that listen to the show. You can give us talking points. You can schedule a time to come in and talk yourself if you'd like. We'd love to hear from you. And we can fit it into whichever show you would like to put it on. So we really appreciate you doing that for us. During the month of October, we're just kind of trying to focus on getting a little bit more support. It does take some money to run this show, but we are having a blast doing it. And we thank you so much for doing it. Be sure to tune in every week if you can. Listen to Grounded Sounds. You can find us, Grounded Sounds, on Instagram, Grounded Sounds on Twitter, and Grounded Sounds OK on Facebook. Stop by, throw us a like, please subscribe, and once again, thank you so much for listening.
1: Jen. And I'm Mabel. And this is Grounded Sounds. Welcome to Grounded Sounds. Welcome.
0: So much to cover today, Jen.
1: I know. I'm excited.
0: So much other than the wonderful guests that we have sitting here.
1: Well, we also need to cover that we got the hat memos tonight.
0: That's right. Mabel and 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 I are both wearing some awesome hats. hats. I know. It's the right time of year. I got to break out my leather jacket and my Optimo from Chicago hat. And I did read an article this week on the onion, which is America's most trusted news source
1: uh-huh. Yes,
0: that owning it. a really great worn and leather jacket is far more, um, anyways, way better than, uh, fulfilling than having children.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Well, you've already reached the tip top. So, I know I have already, you... I was like,
0: well, I already got the jackets.
1: Baby Alice is not so going to have anything on your leather jacket. The baby. <laughs> 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 where did you get your leather jacket and it was your hat given to
0: me by oh. a dear friend uh, eric white he got it out of his closet put it on he was like hey well this thing doesn't fit do you want it And i was like are you kidding it is a brown leather jacket of course i want it and it's big enough for me which never happens so where'd you get your hat
1: Oh, I got it at Craig's Emporium in Paseo. I'm excited to say that because it's a little local shop over in the Paseo.
0: Oh, Craig. Yeah, they come in. They come into the spice shop. That place
1: is awesome. Oh, I love that place. I can get a bunch of Mm -hmm. stuff there. Um, So, yeah, they have some great hats. And I call this my soul hat because I feel, you know, when you see something, you're like, that's supposed to be mine. And this is. It's like we had the soul connection. I get
0: it. Yep. I I get it because this hat, uh, Carrie and I went to Chicago right after we got married. And I have another Optimo hat. And these are the best hats in the world. And I'm not joking. I believe and that. we walked in and my mom texted me the day after. And like, if you go to Optimo and you find a hat that you absolutely love, I want you to buy it. And I was like, mom, that is wonderful. It's fantastic. But <laughs> I don't think you fully understand what you're getting yourself into. And she's like, yes, I do. Yes, I do. I completely understand. And I want you to buy one. And this was a chocolate brown fedora with the brown ribbon and they make them for you like they're they're all custom made so i bought it and two three weeks later it showed up so this is my wedding present hat
1: it's very classy thank you and i feel like we're i mean this is perfect because we're sipping whiskey tonight that's right
0: we have a very exciting announcement we do today was the first delivery (laughs) of prairie wolf's first whiskey if you're not familiar with prairie wolf hunter and blake merit started a booze company Mm
2: -hmm.
0: in Guthrie about four years ago and I have been friends with Hunter and Blake since they opened. It was initially vodka. Uh, The second one they released was Prairie Wolf Dark, which is a coffee liqueur, which Mm is amazing. Mm -hmm. Try it and you'll never taste Kahlua ever again. (laughs) And the third one was Prairie Wolf Loyal, which is winning national gold medals. It also includes botanicals from Savory Spice Shop.
1: Oh, my gosh. Which is a fantastic
0: local spice shop, if you haven't been. (laughs)
3: Say
0: bye. Yeah. And so about two years ago, Hunter said, hey, we're going to start making whiskey. And I was like, let me know.
1: Yeah.
0: Let me know first thing. Well, I had to find out about it on social media the other day.
1: Oh, bummer. He didn't call you to tell me. (laughs) Yeah,
0: right? So I was in Boston when I found out. And I got home, and I went directly over to Freeman's yesterday to check for it, and they didn't have it, and they said it'd be on the truck today. Well, Hunter called me today, and I was like, Hunter, what's with the not bringing me any whiskey? (laughs) And he was like, oh, have you not had any yet? And I was like, no, I went to Freeman's yesterday to get it, and they didn't have it. He's like, they'll have it today. Go get some. So I brought it to the studio, and I'm sharing it with all of our lovely guests, and we have tried a little bit, and it is delicious.
1: It is delicious, I will say. And whiskey is mm, one of my drinks whiskey and wine
0: whiskey is my spirit animal
1: yep i mean i i'm a fan of scotch we've talked about that we we really like scotch i've started to get into some tequilas
0: i have tried really hard to be a sipping tequila guy and i just haven't found it yet
1: there's a a friend of mine is starting to sell um, a small mom and pop organic tequila that yeah so i might have to borrow some is it sammy hager no.
0: It's not the same as
1: the Hagar sell yeah, tequila. Yeah,
0: Cabo Wabo tequila. The same Hagar.
1: Okay. Cabo-wobbo.
0: The red rocker.
1: Oh, Cabo Wabo. I know Cabo. I didn't really it know is It
0: is completely seemed. additive free and guaranteed not to give you a hangover.
1: Okay. Is that true?
0: I tested it one time. <laughs> <laughs> and I and honestly can say I don't know. I <laughs> can't remember. It's that
1: good. <laughs> it <that> is. It is. <laughs> Um, well, Prairie Wolf, uh, they have actually been big supporters of music as well. They've oh, sponsored yeah. shows that we've worked on. And so we're excited to be able to give them a shout out today. They're and
0: great. First they're time me. I worked with Hunter, they had just started making vodka. And I had a cocktail class with Julie Scott Yeah. Uh, with Yelp. And we were doing several different cocktails. And so she kind of set it up. And Hunter calls me and he's like, hey, we're going to donate some vodka because they just started their first vodka. And I was like, okay, cool, we're going to have this class. He's like, okay, I'll bring by a case. I was like, a case of vodka? <laughs> I'm going to deal with I that. I was thinking like a bottle or two, but I wasn't going to argue with the man. Right. And so I, I had, we used like, I don't know, three bottles for the class. So I uh, I gave it as gifts and made people cocktails and stuff for a long time on Hunter's Dime. So Very nice. <laughs> I, I will. Agree.
1: I will have to say something about Julie Scott today. I got to see her um, at a regional food bank Sweet. luncheon, and uh, if if you all don't know what regional food bank is doing, they're doing some amazing work over there. Um, Do you work with them a lot? I am not. That, I was kind of exposed to their work. I, I mean, I've known of regional food bank. You know, you see them involved yeah. in different things, and but they really are making such an impact. I guess, and I really didn't realize. You know, Oklahoma is like the hungriest state. Well, it's like we have more hunger in our state, and it's really sad, and it's, it's very devastating, and yeah. they're making a huge impact on um, hunger in Oklahoma. So, again, look into the hunger. Yeah, Julie's on the board. Look into the regional, uh, regional, food, regional
0: bank. food bank with Carrie's boss.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Hey. I bet Carrie's boss was there today. It was a big luncheon and just to kind of inform people of what they do and um, to get people involved. So it's
0: he was in Houston with Carrie, but oh, still, so he wasn't
1: there. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, <laughs> bummer. <laughs> yeah, well, that's awesome. No,
0: no, Regional Food Bank does a ton of great work. They do that, um, the uh, hunger thing down at the rescue mission. Mm-hmm. What is
1: it? A city rescue mission? Yeah.
0: Well, it, but it's Regional Food Bank donate. Uh, they put together. They bring chefs in,
1: and oh, they, yeah. they cook
0: really amazing lunches that I would really love to eat. Yep. And um, I know they've done that. The Homeless stuff. Alliance,
1: I believe that. I mean, I remember seeing, uh, yeah, Russ Johnson. Alliance, yeah, yeah yep, with exactly Ludovine, I mean. um, mm-hmm. and he's a buddy of mine. And yeah,
0: you know, and uh, Dave Kathy's been down there, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: everybody does it. But anyway, yeah. So, so a lot of good organizations reaching out to feed hungry people in yep. Oklahoma City. Yep. Real quick, we got to talk about music. Before we talk to our band and our guests,
1: okay.
2: Have
0: you heard the new Shovels and Rope album?
1: Well, I got to see Shovels and Rope in Nashville, and of course they played. They have um, botched execution, which is a little bit of a Oklahoma tie. She's a little
0: Oklahoma in there somewhere, y- yes. I suppose.
1: But I am in love with them, especially seeing them live. She uh, is. Have you never seen them before? I haven't seen them oh live. No, but I would definitely suggest. I it. have
0: seen them six, eight times now. But the new album is called Little Seeds. Mm-hmm. And every time they come out with a new album, I'm like, I think this is my favorite album. Which <laughs> doesn't happen with a lot of bands. You know, Their first release was killer. Amazing first release. Um, and then Swim in Time, the last one, Devils all around Mm. Just
1: One of my favorites I listen to it all
0: day One day Completely all day There's a song on the new record uh, It's called Little Seeds Is the uh, name of the album And the song Is called St. Anne's Parade Mm -hmm. That I could see myself Listening to all day Like Maybe tomorrow
1: Ooh I can't wait to check it out
0: Very very good stuff
1: yeah, I'm, I'm a fan, and I, I will give a little shout-out to Scott Marsh over at Criterion and, of course, Tower, and he put on that show um, in Nashville, and it was it was a pretty phenomenal show.
0: Yeah, uh, I just, uh, Scott came in, and he was like, I was like, have you listened to Charlotte Fools and Rope? They're great. And he's like, oh, yeah, they're playing a party that I'm having in Nashville.
1: Yes, and you're the one like, that hit me on the tickets, and then he and then let I, me I, in.
0: And I was like, man, I, I think Carrie's gone that day. And uh, so I emailed him, and I was like, well, for sure, Jen's going to be there, so if you if you can get her into the party and he was like sure and then i said you know Jen, carrie's gone so i'm not i've got a bunch of southwest points built up i might hop a plane his response was perfect he was like abel don't threaten me with a good time i'll be there at the door just send me a text message
2: and, like, All
1: right. didn't threaten me. and you didn't make it it was i a didn't bummer. make it i know I it would have been a better time if you would have made it
0: yeah yeah
1: anyway next time well, I guess let's get let's started. Talk to the rest
0: of the dozen people that are sitting around us in I know, the room. Today. Group
1: today, so today I'm really, really um, excited to talk about our topic today, which is music education. Um, and
0: my mom was a music educator for 30 years, so this is a topic very close to my heart.
1: Yeah, and especially in Oklahoma, we've had budget cuts with. Mm-hmm. The schools and um, a lot of music programs are getting cut from schools and art programs, and so um, we have we have some amazing people in our state and in our community that are really working to supplement those cuts, and um, we have. Um, them here today. So our, our first guest is Elizabeth Rish. She's a president of Friends of Edgemere School. She's wow. also a child psychologist and faculty member at OU. And Elizabeth is one of my absolute best friends in the whole world. And so it's really <laughs> exciting to have her on here. Um, it is. It's great we to talk have about here. the Opie Rish family a lot. Of course, we've talked about Jason Opie and Papa John. I have
0: coffee with Elizabeth's husband every minute.
1: <laughs> yeah. Abel gets to see Jason. And yeah, we are a fan of your family, of course.
3: <laughs> so the only difference in hanging out with Jen is now we're being like recorded.
1: So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, and I think I mentioned on one of our last podcasts, uh, Elizabeth was responsible for igniting the podcast fire in mm-hmm. my soul. Uh, we had originally <laughs> had a, just a girls night. It was she and I, and we had some wine and mm-hmm. I think our husbands were out, you know, at the bar or something and we were hanging out at home and we had a great idea that we would start a podcast. And uh, Elizabeth's of
3: ideas. Yeah. <laughs> we had a lot
1: of ideas. Elizabeth, I think, still has a sheet that we brainstormed on. Like we had some great ideas. She wrote your ideas, that, and, your ideas down. Yeah. Yes, and they were, they're not super they coherent good. at the time, but <laughs> <laughs> we kind of tried to go back and like see. It was all of the ideas. It mm, was. them. And then the next day, Liz was like, I'm a professional. I really can't do this. Like I can, all of our ideas are just a little bit too risque. <laughs> they, were, they were pushing
3: the envelope a bit. <laughs> they were,
1: <laughs> but they were great in our living room, you know, so um, it is just a delight to have you on the show and get Yay, to get yeah, to live yeah. out our podcast
3: dreams right now, Elizabeth. I know. it's like a check in the bucket list like, <laughs> awesome done <laughs> thanks Jen for actually falling through on ideas oh, We well, nice like to have them so nice job thank, thank you
1: thank you so much well I'm really excited to um, visit with you today about um your role with Edgemere um schools and you're, you're two boys you have three boys but two of your boys are over at Edgemere and I've just been um I've had so much admiration for you Liz because um you guys live in the Edgemere area and there are a lot of um kids that go to different private schools around the area. Um, and you know, that was something you guys were exploring as your boys were getting older into school age. And you said, um, let's go visit our, our school. It's down the street and let's go check it out. Mm -hmm. So you went in there and, um, took the tour and you just, I just really admire like you wanting to invest in your school and your local school, your public school. Um, you've done such great work there and, um, I just, yeah, I'm really proud of you, and I I want listeners to hear kind of about your journey with supporting Edgemere, um, kind of what's coming up with, you know, the the music program that you guys are working and all that stuff.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of interesting because, you know, public schools get um, maybe even unfairly a lot of, like, negative PR, um, and it... Uh, you know, when you have a kid and they're like six days old, and people are like, So, where are you going to send them to school? And you're like, Wait, what? <laughs> like,
0: yeah. People have been asking us, you know,
3: uh, no, right? You don't even have a kid, yet. Alice isn't even born, So yeah. maybe even pre birth. <laughs> it's like, Where are you going to send your kid to school? Um, and so, yeah, we we waited a few years at least to go to our school. Um, but I think for myself and then um, my husband, also, it was you know, like an equal priority with academics that we wanted our children to, um, grow, grow up in a school that represented the community around them. And, you know, I think our, our world is diverse and so we need to um, teach kids not only like math and science and all that really great stuff but they need to know how to interact with people in the world and people are different um, races and people with different um, economic backgrounds and people from different family makeups and just, I mean, all the great diversity there is and um, that's what I thought they would get from going to our neighborhood school and I, I love that. Um, and it's also just a really awesome... A uh, beautiful school. So I, I think when we first toured the school, um, and there have been some huge even improvements and changes since then. Um, it is Oklahoma City's first like pilot program community school, which is a model of schools that's uh, it, been in Tulsa Union Public Schools is um, and also in other states. But um, but even when we back then, it, it's it's kind of like there it is too much. Like people, I think, think overly negatively about public schools and not to like sell that they are on super tight budgets and things get cut, like music gets downsized, art gets downsized and teachers are extended. Um, but still there are these teachers that are really committed and, um, it's, it's been a great experience. Like I'm super happy with our choice. It's beautiful.
1: And I admire that you um, really did your research because I think, um, like you said, sometimes public schools get bad raps and a lot of times people just go, well, we're going to send our kids to private. And I think, you know, private's a great option. And so that's, you know, and that's a great fit for a lot of families. But I think I really admire that you really took in the options of your, your neighborhood school and your, you know, you just didn't kind of rush to maybe a different option. And, And, and you found, you found, some things that you really value there and you're really
3: involved. Yeah, absolutely. And it gives you so much opportunity to get involved. Like there are a lot of needs Mm -hmm. at the school. And so you can find cool ways. um, And that's the idea behind a community school is that it's this um, reciprocal, like mutually beneficial relationship that uh, the resources of the community are brought into the school to supplement what district funding and things can't provide. Mm -hmm. And then... um, the school is also a resource to community members and um, to the families. So there's things outside the box, you know, like for families that may be English second language, there are classes for parents after hours. Um, and then, you know, for us, it's like we're right next to the Paseo Arts District, so we're trying to like start relationships with um, the Paseo Arts Association and how do we bring arts in and take kids out on field trips to see the art galleries. So. Um, you know, myself, it's been really fun because I've just been volunteering. And, and it's like such small time commitments, but it's like 30 minutes um, once a week in like pre-K and K classrooms just doing feeling stuff. So I'm a psychologist. We love <laughs> yes. to talk about feelings. <laughs> um, you know you. what? I'll teach pre-K. I, like I can do that. <laughs> yes. Yes. You get to put your We'll play feeling charades. <laughs> and um, it's super fun. And you get lots of hugs. And all the kids are like, yay. Thank you for coming. I mean, It's <laughs> yes. great. It's, Um, It's just, yeah, it's it's a great opportunity to get connected with schools that really do have needs for parents to get involved. Well, that's what's
1: been cool to talk with you about it, because again, you you are a child child psychologist. You have this amazing gift with kids and this knowledge, of, you know, for kids. Gifts and, might be
3: a stretch, but,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's you know, it's been cool to hear how you've been able to bring that to Edgemere, you know, and it, the interactions you have with other faculty and kids and stuff like that, and you know, and, and thinking about all you know, different parents and um, people. You've even mentioned people are on the board that maybe don't have kids but live in the neighborhood that want to be involved. Even it, it's impact. In, in to think about if everybody gave that 30 minutes a week or 30 minutes a month or whatever if those different gifts how how cool that is so it's it's again you're a, a leader in that Liz I think you know it's very
3: inspiring to and I think that's almost like where we're at like we're I mean I would love to think that all of a sudden that we're going to get lots more funding for education because that it should be there and including arts and music education but like the sad reality is I, I don't see that happening and so it almost takes um, you know, like um, nonprofits, you know, like Nick knows is going to talk about, and forging relationships with whoever does music or does arts near a school to bring it in, because I, I, you know, even before the budget cuts in Oklahoma. It was not like a land of milk and honey that all, all of a sudden things have been, you know, the purse straps got drawn in. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like uh, there's just not enough funding, and so we have to rely on the community and people around to like volunteer time and give. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I just think that that's where we're at. Yeah, um, but it, but it's a good thing still. Like so.
1: From a child psychologist standpoint, why are um, the arts and music important to kids and their growth and their development? I just want to kind of hear that from your standpoint and your
3: expertise. No, absolutely. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you know, I think all kids are going to have different strengths. And so, you know, academics is one area. And even within academics, there's so many different branches of that. And so some people, you know, like myself included, I you know, love just I, you know, taking tests moving forward in school. <laughs> like that was fine with me. You're like my friend Jen on uh, the other hand. <laughs> my friend Jen on <laughs> the other like hand. But it is so funny. I mean, thinking of us, like um, you know, I do not have the creative brain. Like I would love it. I'm a music appreciator, but like to create and do that, no, but other kids are. And like we need to have schools that provide an outlet for whatever your strength is to make it enjoyable because kids are going to be in school for the next 12 years and if they don't feel like they're doing well and they're succeeding it's going to be a negative experience and it needs to be positive and so we need to have you know everyone's going to have to do math mm-hmm. but you know if math's not your thing then let's also that you get your hour a day doing arts or music and you feel really successful there um or, or whatever it might be you know like lots of different like whether it's physical education I mean just all the different like ways that kids can be successful and ways you can be intelligent in different areas so yeah kind of supporting the child in a well-rounded environment yeah Yeah. I mean it's like the whole the whole person perspective instead of just focusing on one yeah schools are where kids spend all their time so Mm -hmm.
1: absolutely well tell us about Edgemere and especially through budget cuts like how has that affected Edgemere and then what direction are you guys headed especially with as you're the president of Friends of Edgemere school like what is that what does it look like what are you guys
3: Mm -hmm. kind of working on? Yeah, so so friends of Edgemere is um, kind of the lead community partner with Edgemere Elementary since it's been become a community school, and. So the cuts we've definitely um, lost having a full time music and full time art programming. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very minimal. Um, it's still there, but just very small. And so what we're looking at is um, again, like I mentioned, connecting with the Paseo Arts Association, mm-hmm. and it's really cool. Like one of my like um, down like not downsides, but um, I hate asking people for things, and so yeah. like asking people to like volunteer or do anything, <laughs> I'm not good at that. Um, I've been just so amazed though. So like by coincidence, I got connected with the president of the Paseo Arts Association, and he's like, "Why don't you come speak to our board, um, John Robinson?" And when I went there. I was talking a little about Edgemere and that we've lost arts and you know, he was like, we'll definitely get volunteers. It'd be great. How can we get connected? And it's like, I didn't even have to ask really. It's just people do want to to give back to their community. Um, You know, they all live in the neighborhood. So, Mm -hmm. Um, and in music, so Friends of Edgemere is, um, we're looking at ways to raise funds to bring in um, music programming, maybe kind of the outside the box. So it might not be like hiring a faculty um, or a staff teacher, but um, maybe it's bringing in artists to perform or sending kids out to different music programs. So anyway, just to get like exposure to music yeah. um, as well as I, you know, we're talking with uh, OCU about, can we bring in um, student teachers right now? There's someone who's teaching strings to fourth, fifth, and sixth, um, several days a week as part of her like practicum through OCU. So uh, there are all these different like outside the box ideas that could be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully we're moving forward on that. Yeah,
1: absolutely. We have a hand raised over here. <laughs> you, uh, are you familiar
4: with Rick Sennett? Rick Sennett, he's an artist. Uh, you've seen the climbing tower down in Bricktown that has a big mural on it.
3: Yeah, I have. He did that.
4: Okay. So that's his whole thing, but he has this uh, program card called art, to the people, art for, for the people. The, art for the people, art for the people, right. very much in his vein, as far as like bringing arts to the kids in an outside the box type way. He goes and does that type of stuff all the time. I was just, I really wanted to let you know. Good about resource.
1: Yeah. yeah. He,
4: he's amazing. He, well, that's um, awesome. he's very, very interconnected with even the, he just got a studio down in the Paseo.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, and he's, he's just very much in tune with like, that side of it, he always awesome. wants to give back. So, Rick's in it.
1: you giving um, out his number because we might uh, have, that. We ha- we might got have listeners number. that want to know. I got his <laughs> number.
4: Guys, yeah, we have his number. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just yeah. kidding. We won't do I that. Job. It. He actually did our artwork for our t shirts that we use to raise money for music to your peers. And uh, we just, we were just fans of his work because I mean, you drive down in Bricktown, you it's see gorgeous. that and boom. Mm-hmm. And we were just like, could we borrow something? He's just like, oh, yeah, here, put this on a shirt. And we're like, Aww. okay, thank you. So please, yeah, reach out to him. He's amazing. And I really feel like that would be something that could totally benefit the kids. Mm -hmm. Just, I mean, arts in any facet, I, I, I feel like kids need exposure to that.
3: Yeah,
1: agreed absolutely. 100% sorry for interjecting no no, no we, that's all.
3: a good conversation that's so polite with a hand raised I raise. know, there's <laughs> a hand involved it's like I a classroom have a, setting I don't if <laughs> you
2: have the talking stick yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, know. I love
3: it when yeah. Abel and Jen were you know talking at the beginning I was like now are we allowed to interject is,
2: what is what is the etiquette to you open forum
3: having only envisioned a podcast you know glasses of wine I never thought played out i know lots
1: of different ways um well i do want to talk about the upcoming event Edgemere rocks because we will air before yay and liz you've put
3: this together and you've done such a lovely job thank you uh with i have to say uh shout out to marisol capello because she is the uh, amazing um woman that she is uh she's been so much help um and I shouldn't even say help. I help her. But anyways, yeah. So, Edgemere Rocks is what started out as going to just be an outdoor concert and in me keeping it small, mm-hmm. it, um, the Happily Entitled uh, is volunteered to play and they're an amazing local band. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Which we had them on the, show. On the show. Yeah, oh, yep. yeah,
3: yeah. I just listened to their podcast with you guys. But yeah, so... Um, they are playing, but it's also kind of evolved into a everything under the sun type event. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening, um, we have something for you. I'm yeah. certain there <laughs> something is something for, for everyone. <laughs> it is so cake if you're walk, a family <laughs> person, you know, we've got kids carnival games and bounce houses and cakewalks. And if not, if you're young or older and you want to do like a wine pool and raffles <laughs> and silent auctions, and there's been so much amazing support from just local businesses like this land yoga um, legacy cleaners pzds um, just so many the paseo arts again so so many people but so we have a lot of really cool prizes um, and yeah, it's going to be outdoors. Um, Bell Isle has donated beer, so there's going to be free beer. And they're good people. Papa John's donated pizza. I had a little bit of a hookup there. Yeah, we so. love, we love <laughs> those. Yeah, we love those folks over there at Papa John's. But so yeah, it, it should be um, a really good time. And all the fundraising is going to supporting music at Edgemere and, and other. Um, or it's kind of after school diversity programs, but so we're really trying to um, fundraise for music um, at Edgemere. To and, supplement the school.
1: And tell us where it's at, because we I definitely want to give John malgate a shout out. because oh my gosh, we both absolutely. are big John fans.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, so yes, Reverend John Malgott at Restoration Church, which is the church at the dome, right at 36th and Walker. So they have all this amazing outdoor space. And so we will have, you know, like picnic benches. Feel free to bring blankets to sit outside. But he's donated this space. We have all of our board meetings there. He's amazing. He has the school uniform closet. So if families need uniforms can afford them, they can go there to the church and get them. I mean, yeah, right now go get your pumpkins there because they have a pumpkin patch and the proceeds go to Edgemere. It's basically mm-hmm. because you know we're three blocks away. And I think that is the community support. You know, it's yeah. it's there. So it's awesome. He is amazing.
1: He is amazing, and I, you know, we live in the Bible Belt, so we have a lot of churches um, around us. And you know, some churches are great, and some churches leave really bad tastes in people's mouths. But his church is like what I want every church to be. Like he really does a great job with his church. You know, as far as they do something called a bike, bicycle ministry, where they take bike donations and they fix them up for people in the community that need transportation. Um, he, yeah, he's involved with Edgemere. I know he's been involved with the school, mm-hmm. and you know. Some Supporting the um, students and faculty over there, and they just have some cool stuff going. I know they just revamped their church, and they're uh, working on growing. But they have a, a good vision. They're they're like mm-hmm. their hearts in a good yeah. spot over there.
3: And they're such strong supporters. I think of music and arts. I mean, you know, they've had the Edge of Under mm-hmm. the Stars like concert series. They have the Jewel Box Theater. Um, there's just there are a lot of cool things going on there. And so. he
1: has a music. He has like a theater background. I, John, I'm sorry. I should know this. But, and he's a great vocalist. He has like, you know, he's a singer and he's mm-hmm. done different shows and stuff like that. But um, yeah, so it's kind of cool because really their leader and uh, co-pastors, he's he's a huge supporter of the arts and music. So
3: yeah, I think he was volunteering that if we couldn't get music in the schools that he would go around and teach you know songs to have a holiday program regardless um, can
1: he be wonderful at that I was like you to
3: teach every classroom a song it's okay. like well it'd be great if there was help but I'll do it I was
1: yeah. like, <laughs> he's like, fabulous if I could carry a
3: tune I'd help you but I will be no help whatsoever
1: so I mean if there are people looking for a church out there I'd I'd go there I, we don't really go to church but if I went there if I did I would go there
0: you should go strictly for the architecture I know it's well a, it's a mid-century modern masterpiece it like, they have amazing. the mid-century modern show there I believe this couch that we're sitting on might have been displayed in their mid-century modern show. It's just an amazing feat of architecture.
1: It is. And it is I not to, but it is kind of, if people are, wondering where it is it's also been known as the boob church and that's always triggers like people. or peop-
0: the egg building or the egg building way, but the, the spaceship building the boob church things. always gets and people they're like we movie. totally
1: know where that yeah. is uh it is an amazing it's <laughs> a like cool building for sure Oh yeah
0: oh yeah. it's absolutely amazing
1: so I, I was talking to a friend of
0: mine the other day that was in from well his wife's uh his wife's parents were in from austin or somewhere they live in texas And they specifically had come up and I was like, what are you doing in the city? He's like, I want to go look at that Methodist church on 36 because it's a mid-century modern like oddity thing that people travel from all over the country to go see.
1: Really? Mm Mm-hmm would not know that. No. I so that's where the fundraiser that. is. I mean, that's all, so, you know. There is adds a so much <laughs> even one more thing I didn't mention, <laughs> but also you
3: can come look at the mid-century modern <laughs> architecture. <laughs> yeah.
1: So October 23rd, um,
3: mm-hmm. 4 to 7 p.m. Free, Free admission. Free admission. Yeah. You come on by if you're a neighbor. So is it
0: it's at the church or is it in the park?
3: It's going to be there's like a grassy area behind the church. So it's going to be outdoors.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um it's just to the and, north of it, north of the parking lot. As long as it doesn't rain, it would have to be indoors. But I don't even want to think about <laughs> <laughs> rain because it'd be so beautiful—an outdoor concert and hang out. They've got a little
0: amphitheater-looking thing back there, don't
3: they? They have
1: yeah, a three-thousand-seat amphitheater back yeah. there. We did a, events last year, and it's cool. It still needs a lot of work um, that we couldn't give it, <laughs> but we love that amphitheater. It's, sure. so it's it's right
3: next door to the amphitheater. Yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. So you um, said the twenty third? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, it's on my calendar. Yay! I've already recruited <laughs> a we couple already, people. Yeah, <laughs> people. I felt also super nervous. So like it's like almost that like you're hosting like a, a party, like a dinner party. And you're like, what if no one shows up? I
1: know. <laughs> like, oh, <yeah>. <laughs> what to, if I have a party and no one welcome comes to my house every,
0: every single day as a small business owner?
2: That's
0: true. I spent all this money, or I bought all this beer, and and nobody's coming to my party. Or
2: a band. that's every. Going and playing a yeah.
3: show. Yeah. Is anybody going to come to our party? You guys are so much better with dealing with anxiety. I'm like, it's oh, no, oh, no it's, I can't do it. It's the fear. Yeah.
1: It is. Well, to find information, we also have it on our site, CellarDoorMusicGroup.com, under our sponsored right. events. So we are really excited to be a supporting.
3: Yay. Yep. So. thank you yeah jen did all of our advertising i thought that oh, i did not i thought I, that I someone else was, that was doing it, it. <laughs> <I got laughs> for cellar door and then jen's like no i design all of our flyers i was like oh well they're beautiful so well, will you do one for us i like that kind of stuff
1: it's fun um well cool we're excited and i'm looking forward to the event um actually i'm gonna be out of town but i will be there in spirits and, yes. and in love and so we're also talking we have two events where um Promoting today, um, our other event is "Music to Your Peers" on November seventh, benefiting Harding Fine Arts Academy music programs. And we have Nick Nose in the studio. Welcome, hey. Nick Nose. Hello, how's it going?
0: Westfest South Stage performers. I know. I know. Knows.
1: Nick Nose, they're awesome. And so there's five of you. If you guys want to go, just kind of go and state your name, please.
6: I'm Jared, Jared. and I play the drums. Cool. Blake Parks, I play fiddle.
7: <laughs> Nick Sigmund, guitar. I'm Josh Cox, and I'm the singer. And I'm Jared Geiser. I am the bass player.
1: Very nice. I think people ask about your name a lot, so let's just get that off the table. How did Nick knows come about?
7: Well, obviously Nick won a bet.
1: Yeah, Nick won a bet. Yeah, that was it.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it was a
2: long
4: term. Actually, Actually long, long term. okay. Before before we were a, a, like a band, we were um, we were just friends, and we were hanging out, and um, we used to go play. Open mic nights down in the Paseo over at what uh it's, what used to be Galileo's. If you want to date oh, yeah. us, it was uh, Galileo's at the time, and we uh we played there and then we played at uh, the Midtown Deli over on Tenth, and um we were just going out there and hanging out and playing and uh, go up to we're at an open mic night and the guy's like oh what's your name I was like Josh he's like no I know that stupid what's the name of the <laughs> band I was like we're not a band. And, um, there, at the time there was a joke in the band cause Nick was 16 at the time. And, uh, the joke was Baby. that Nick knows everything. And yeah, so anytime that, was that there was a cool. question, yeah. Cause anytime, you do when
1: you're 16. Well, anytime there's
4: a question, it was like, Oh, I bet Nick knows. I bet Nick knows. And the guy's like, what's your name? I'm like, man, I don't know, but I bet Nick knows. We're the Nick knows. And, um, he was just like, all right. And, um, yeah, it kind of stuck, stuck after it's too that. Too late like, to change it.
7: It was. We always thought we'd come up with something cooler. Like you know, like for the next month, two months, <laughs> six months, year goes by. We Four years, five years later, we're just like, yeah, we're still well, okay. We started getting
4: we started getting shows like from that open mic night, and it snowballed in such a way that we never had time to sit back and be like, are we a band? Like we kind of got forced into it. There, we didn't have a choice, but. I mean I think it was it was meant to happen. We're all um we all come from a different musical background but we're all very very musically driven and always want to kind of get better at what we are doing. So I mean I think that was infectious kind of amongst us at the beginning but it was we never had that time to sit back and go what what what's our name? What defines us? Mm-hmm. It is defi- The fact that it, Nick knows The fact that Nick knows And so yeah it, I mean it's a great thing And people are like Oh you must love that And it's like no, nah, Because it's just a reminder Of like a bad inside joke That we had when he was 16 But You know it, it It's funny Because people always They're like What did would y'all make that up?
1: Oh yeah, you get questions kind about of. that. The yeah, yeah. good thing about it is yeah.
6: that when you type n i c n o s into Google or to Facebook, we're the only thing out there. There you go. And it was uh, search Perfect. engine
4: uh, search engine optimization. We Absolutely. were just like, we're going to make something up that no one's done. So
1: that's a key. That's that's it's a like big being deal. the
4: only spice shop in the state. That's
0: I'm
1: right. telling you. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it actually. I mean, it took us a. Um, it took us a, the. What took us the longest was figuring out how to spell it.
1: Yeah. Because, like,
4: how are we going to go about it? I'm like, all right, let's do it in a way that makes no sense at all. So then when people look at it, they go, Nick-Noss? nick So we, then we decide, all right, we're going to smush it with this little hyphenated thing over the O. Is it nice. an umlaut? Is there an umlaut over the O? I think,
6: uh, what is that? <laughs> Isn't that the curvy one?
0: No, the umlaut's the two dots. Oh. Oh, yeah. no. Makes everything look more the hardcore. German one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <that's everything's> more- <laughs> you have like skid row and no motley crew has one yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah well you guys have been busy you guys you're you're a tight band i mean we we've i've enjoyed seeing you guys play and um yeah you guys have had a pretty busy year and tell us about kind of what you guys have been doing
4: uh, we uh released our new album nick Knows two in april mm-hmm. of this year um which was like the culmination of about a year and a half worth of um we went out and did a little writing retreat and then Honestly, after we wrote the songs, we just kind of toured them without ever releasing an album. So at the end of shows, people, oh man, can I get that song? We're like, I no. We're just trying to see if this works right now. But uh, that was kind of our way of like finding if a song fit us and was going to work for us. If we'd play it live before we released it or anything, and just the people, you know, latch onto it. That kind of let us know, okay, we're moving in the right direction with that. Um, we released that. We've been touring. Quite a bit. We've um, gone, or we did, uh, we were in Sturgis, South Dakota a couple months ago. We were uh, first weekend in August. Yeah, yeah, Part first week. Oh, oh yeah, no, we we. Well, this is our third year we've yeah. played. We uh, out at the uh, Buffalo Chip. Yeah, I've seen a lot of shows
0: at the Chip. Oh. First <laughs> time I saw, first time I saw Tom Petty was at the Chip, the main you know, stage. So, yeah, sometimes, that is the hardest
4: stage we've ever played
0: in our sometimes lives. Sometimes like, you see things that
7: can't be unseen.
2: You can't know. Exactly. <laughs> <gym. laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we like like oh, it must be great, juicy. but oh, you, if, if
7: you could unsee things, they would be at Sturgis. Yeah, yeah. it's like what all, did,
4: what all did you get into up at Sturgis? Like honestly, man, we had an RV and we slept in it for
5: yeah. like eight
4: hours a day. Yeah. The funny I thing was, Car- sat in my trailer and played Mario. The <laughs> Car-
7: funny thing about Sturgis
0: <laughs> and me was like we went and we stayed with friends in Rapid City and we rode my, we rode bikes up there. And at the time, it's my, beautiful. Everybody Ooh. that I rode with, they were all married or had serious girlfriends. I was like the single guy. Well, they were like on the phones with their girlfriends and wives like every night. Like seriously, it's cool. It's nothing. Is it's, it's just really tame, and I was like, "What is the problem?" Like they think it's all like st- strippers and coke, but yeah, it's <laughs> it's, it's Sodom the and most G'more. tame like old people place. With the glaring exception of the time I wandered around the Buffalo Chip after dark, like, <laughs> where I was saying was completely. I mean, it was just nothing. It was like tchotchkes and t-shirts. <laughs> But then you go out to the campgrounds and I'm, oh, things things happen. It and gets so weird. The wrong side of the tracks, yeah.
1: able. They have a thing called bikini
4: beach. <laughs> That's or lack the, of bikini the, beach. Yeah, you know. the lack of. Yeah. but it's not. It's not some glorified something. No. It's, did, did
0: you go see Jackal on Thursday night?
4: uh no Not this
0: year we saw him
4: the year before last. Yeah. if we could
0: get jackal i bet jackal would come in here and play
4: i guarantee it
0: yeah we can get jesse <laughs> james dupree in here
4: <laughs> that would be the He's coolest a few chainsaws yeah. Dude, that was yeah, uh, yeah i'd bring the chains we actually played um we well, the first year we went we played right after uh right after skinnerd
7: oh really well, first year it was def leppard wasn't it no that was in last Italy's- year did you always
4: play at the chip or did you play at, uh, we played at the oh, chip uh, all three years and uh, the first year was like um, Leonard Skinner gets done with Freebird. And I'm like and we, That's the song we're Skinner opened
0: uh, oh. For Nick well, <laughs>
2: well we were, we're on we're on, a, we're on a different,
0: oh, different
4: stage Yeah, yeah so
2: they're they're you But you can see it You can say we're that about Let's like clarify that. 50 yards uh, t- From the main stage I mean to be stage, technical you know? yes. I mean I snuck The last note in They
4: But different <laughs> stage They would not let us start Until they were finished And Freebird is
0: a very long
4: song Oh my god The cool thing was Nobody asked us To play Freebird That night That's beautiful though The hecklers Be damned They had nothing thing to say (laughs) but it it was it was a great night it was a really surreal kind of moment it's like is this really happening like that's that's Skinner yeah I'm playing I'm looking at him right now playing Freebird this I mean you see, so you've been. Oh, yeah, you I know, you real know real how they applaud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody just um, reads
7: like. You won't even be able to hear what you're playing because the no. bikes are so loud. It's tar- Our first no. two songs were nothing but Harley's. You It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <was laughs> funny because you're there well just for sat a week,
4: there, right? all week. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, we, for a few we days. Honestly, we, we try to, we, we dip in and...
7: Dip in and dip yeah, out. The first year, close. we stayed for five or six That's days. That's too long. And that was horrible. It's just it's like much. Vegas. Like That's Vegas. too much exactly. turgis. Because
0: yeah. like, yeah. you, you get numb to the sound of <laughs> motorcycles. It's like, oh my God. It's yeah. like yeah. you there's, just like there's, realize there's, once in well, while, oh, yeah, I can still hear...
4: It's like, five like, in the arm morning.
0: It's funny that you say that about it being surreal. The first time I went, I was actually flown in. This is a really sexy story. But I was flown in as a claims adjuster for progressive insurance to write motorcycle estimates for people that piled up their bikes during the rally. Oh right? gosh,
2: that's so Not hard. A so, bad call. Yeah, right?
0: <laughs> so they flew me into Rapid City and I remember the it was because Jackal Plays on Thursday night. Jackal yep. Plays Full Throttle Saloon.
7: Full Full Throttle Saloon
0: is 11 It burnt down. Yeah, did they open it back up? Uh-uh. They, it wasn't open not, this year. It, well, they really?
7: opened, I believe, but it's not what it was. Okay.
4: They're still it's working like, on it, making it. It literally burnt down, what was it, two days or three yeah, days? Well, first it got hailed
0: left, to was, death, and then it burnt down, and it's just an all-around bad idea. But it's it's 11 acres of bar. Yeah, And I remember sitting out there and I'm standing and it's this gorgeous, because South Dakota is a beautiful place. Oh, yeah. and, and then you got here, the Just south of the Badlands and you've got Mount Rushmore's 20 minutes this way and Devil's Peak's 45 minutes that way and Deadwood's right up the street. Anyway, well, I'm standing in the middle of Full Throttle Saloon on this gorgeous Thursday night during the Sturgis Bike Rally and it's the, 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 the lull of the motorcycles. But, but Jackal's about to hit the stage and you've got Jack will come in on stage. You've got a burnout competition to the right. So it smells kind of like burning tires. You've got like bartenders dancing on the bar. There's like fake bull riding. And I'm like, <laughs> Jackal's about to come on. I'm like, this must be what heavens like. <laughs> <laughs> this is
1: I was just thinking the opposite. Well, Able yeah. you see, you know, this was
0: <laughs> until the lights come this on. This was twenty six year old Abel. <laughs> oh, that's but true. I, okay. and there was like motorcycles everywhere, and I'm just like, this is just all of the thing this is all of the greatest stuff in the world.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I love like, that. You, you
4: you definitely come home feeling a little bit more like a man. was like I'm a, I'm definitely
2: a man now. You're not the same. It's like no. a right. You, you have passage changed. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're
7: driving a 16 passenger van through the middle of those motorcycles, yeah. it was
2: terrifying.
7: Like, yeah, I'm going to knock somebody over yeah. all 15 And it's horrible. Are you can't park van. anywhere. They always say bike parking only.
4: Bike yeah. Car's not welcome. I'm like, what are we supposed to do? Well,
0: the next three years, I actually rode a motorcycle up from Denver. Because uh, from Denver to Sturgis is just like a four or five hour hop. And we stayed in uh, uh, Rapid City or Rochford. So we never actually stayed. In town, but close enough that you can, you know. Smell no. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. cool. It's so true. Anyway, we were talking about music in schools. And, and music education. And back to- <laughs> things. It
1: got off things. Yeah, I, I gonna, know, the gonna, girls kind of got kicked out of that conversation.
3: I'm, not, I'm waiting to hear about this. <laughs> I know. We do. We want
1: to hear about music to your peers, um, which you guys have started as a band, and it's a nonprofit to support music in schools. So tell us about that. We want to hear about it. We're excited about it.
6: Yeah, definitely. So we've all had our background, you know, when we were were in high school we we really had a an impressionable time where we worked together as a team we had a a passion for music and it was an outlet for us in high school to to meet other other kids that had that passion and to work as a team and to uh, do good in school so you could you know be in the band or be in the choir so we all have had that experience and have realize how much it did help us uh, through through school and and now that we've grown upon it now um, it's just been a very soft spot in our heart to to you know, T- for us to hear that the music programs are getting cut and that they are not valued as much as they should, it just breaks our hearts. And so as a band, as a local band, we want to do what we can to for the state of Oklahoma to give back to the music education programs that are lacking in funding. And so we kind of had an out-of-the-box idea last uh, last at the beginning of last fall. And we just thought about how... You know essentially how could we give back and we really thought how cool would it be to go collaborate with students on stage and perform with them in front of their peers and then give a overall message that you don't have to you know you just have to define your future and just be who you are and it's it's good to be who you are and and so we we kind of had this out of the box idea and so it's called music to your peers and we do an afternoon performance with the school and we do like a, just a little bit of of our music and then we talk about a message of success and and how Um, you know how everyone has their own success and then we bring up the kids and and they perform with us in front of their peers and then the evening concert is where we bring the whole community together and raise funds for the music program and to where we can really put on a show a concert in some of these because our first one was in duncan and you know these schools that have auditoriums a lot of times they don't have you know a big band come through in, in town, and so and we it, bought it,
4: a, we brought a full light show. We had fog, lasers. We really do it right. Like a crazy
6: <laughs> shout it, out it was to Blake same, Sorrell yes.
4: Lava Lounge. He, he runs the back- stage at uh, Rocklahoma, yeah. yeah. And he actually recorded our our album Nick knows too. Uh, we just loved working with him so much. We're like, you make us sound great live. Put that on an album, and he was able to do that. But um, we took him into the school, and uh, like the. Uh, I don't know what it's like to be Justin Bieber, but I swear to God, that's the closest (laughs) that it will ever be. Because we're all standing behind, the curtain's drawn, and we're all kind of looking at each other right before it starts. And, like, the the lights go out, and all these kids just start screaming, and all of us were like, oh, shit. (laughs) Like, we all got kind of scared, and then, like, then the music, we start playing music and it was like, oh
6: God, a yeah, fog
4: cannon shoot off. I've so never got
7: nervous playing. for a show, but I get nervous for music champions. I almost, champions. I almost kids. cried. The kids can
4: be so critical. Oh, yeah, exactly. They're brutal. And they lost their minds. <laughs> Is this they just high started screaming. Yeah, yeah, in high school. Yeah, it was high school. school. And that's what it was like. I was like, okay, middle school, expect that. Yeah. High school though th- But they just lost their minds When we get done Just all these kids coming up Saying you know I've never been to a concert That's the coolest thing I've it's ever so seen It's so cool To expose yeah. people to that, yeah, that, and that yeah. so This cool. one girl She comes up to us afterwards She's like I want to be a roadie <laughs> and We're just like
5: Hell yeah. yeah Yeah you do Let's
2: do it
4: <laughs> And her teacher Comes over And he's like uh, You don't want to do that And she looked She looked him straight in the face She's like Did you not hear them in there She's, They said I can do whatever I want Yeah And I was oh. like boom it they're worked like, they're like yeah. i'm with the
0: band
7: yeah, yeah. And, i mean yeah. literally she just wanted to hang out and roll cables and, so and stuff did. like with us and after the show was over she just wanted to see what it was like and yeah it was really cool. And so
4: yeah, yeah. Uh, blake wow. let letter he showed her every single component to you know put a show together and showed her how to properly put it away and she was just she was just loving absorbing that knowledge and absorbing that time and getting to do that and it was just so cool to have touched somebody like that. I was like, okay, cool. Whole thing's worth it. Yeah, Yeah, even if she
7: was the only one, we were just super happy about it. Like the look on her face when I offered, I was like, do you want to help us like roll up some cables after we get done with the show? Just... (gasps) oh my god yes oh,
4: and then, what so then it? I take off running the van I'm like ah cool we don't need me we, need you. You got her, we found a volunteer
1: oh <laughs> Josh, wow out. that's very cool so you and guys, then we yeah. got
6: feedback from parents too that were just so appreciative that we the, we came to their school to give such a good open-minded message and wow. and then expose them to a concert atmosphere where yeah like you said most of them it was the very first show that they've ever been to mm-hmm. and we did it right with yeah. uh with the we production it, it of saw, La La Lounge. Yeah,
5: it's
4: it's larger than life we we it was a full show it was one one of my favorite ones so that we've many, ever played how many yeah. times
0: a year do you do this kind of thing we that last was we the did pilot. it once that was our pilot okay. we
4: it was like we we did we went from uh, idea to proof of concept within two and a half months mm. like we we got funding we did everything within two and a half so do you
3: months. want to come to Edgemere? yes <laughs> yeah. yes we do we, we
4: do i mean honestly we,
1: we would yeah. love that
4: and uh, <laughs> honestly our biggest hurdle is just uh getting funding for it mm. and um you know i mean and it's it's a real problem that's facing the entire education system here in oklahoma now yeah. and it, it's terrible i mean let's, let's pray for teachers or something
6: I mean, like, what's it cost to put on a show like that in elementary school? Well, we do it as a service, yeah. you know, we, but we don't it really just costs for the production side of it. Yeah, bringing um,
7: big backline and lights, and you know, all the like, that what, stuff's what, not cheap. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. Like ballpark it for me. What would it? What would it cost to put it on? Do you guys even know? Uh, well,
4: it's a it between three and five, and that that it's just everything's dependent upon the size. And yeah, what all yeah. he's going to have to literally?
7: Bring. I mean, it shows up, and I mean, close to what would be a semi. But we, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, but it's we a don't big have to truck do and trailer. anything. Yeah. We, we just
4: show up, and it, it everything depends on: is it just him? Is he going to have to bring help? How yeah. big is this thing? How big's the school? How big's the school? Yeah. What, what's think, the setup? And everything? did
0: he work with Westfest or was it somebody? No, else? he didn't. Oh, uh,
4: he's done, but he does a lot of stuff. Lava Lounge Productions. Yeah, yeah, they they do yeah. a lot in the community, and uh, we. Uh, I mean, we. We went to everybody on that that first one. with mean, we went to uh, Chicken Express and got free sweet tea.
0: Sweet, mm-hmm. yeah, that was.
4: Good and that fed us know? that afternoon. I was like, woo! Yeah, yeah
0: it was so good chicken uh, express didn't
6: spring for any chicken
7: what? no we got, <laughs> did they get chicken we got it was dude they had they, they brought everything the oh
6: they food? brought all of it you know what we got chicken that's
2: all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah a
7: in duncan in, in oklahoma city just in general we were able to find
4: uh, corporate sponsors that were really willing to, you know, help see this program.
1: Okay, like know, like with Edgemere,
4: just people. It's really nice to see that coming together, that sense of community. Yeah, and I mean, I really think that's what makes Oklahoma kind of great, is because there is a very, very solid sense of community, no matter where you're from. But if you're an Oklahoman, you got Oklahomies. Yeah,
1: True. well, tell us about the event on November seventh, um, because that's a big one for you guys.
6: Yeah, definitely. So on November seventh, we're gonna take what we we raised uh, um, some money at the bottle cap performance in edmond mm-hmm. to supplement our what we raised at our, the performance on november 7th mm-hmm. so it's going to start at 7:30 doors at that- Seven and you can buy your tickets in advance at the main office, or you can just buy them at the door. It's a ten dollar donation, and that all of that money goes to support music education. So at the end of the night, we're going to donate uh, half of it to the Harding music programs, and the other half goes to music to your peers, and so we can continue doing what we do, what we do. And yeah, so, doing your shows. yeah, and so we uh, we we're really excited about it, and the kids are practicing; they're getting really excited and we are, um, you know, we just hope everybody comes. There's lots of seats, so bring the whole family. It's going to be a family fun event. So it's essentially going to be a Nick Nose concert and at the end we're going to bring the kids up on stage and have them play some songs with us. So
1: Where is it? Where um, are you guys having it?
6: It's in the Harding Fine Arts Academy Auditorium. Okay. So it's on Chartel. I think the address is 3333 North Chartel.
1: Okay. Tell me how it works with collaborating with the kids. So it, it's not an impromptu thing. You don't just no. pull these kids up there <laughs> but so tell me the preparation so nice. I know that I was like thinking like some of these kids might be terrified yeah, yeah. Um, but it does it sounds like you there's some preparation involved with it It really takes a
6: cooperative event or you know cooperative effort with the principal with the administrative of just planning the event but also this the teachers of the band and teachers of the choir because they have to be on board in order for us to because we give them the music and they it's you know, also they, a competition really. season so Uh, we kind of pick a bad
4: time but at the other hand it's like the schools are kind of getting lulled out because it's about to be christmas break so everybody's Mm kind of eh. so it's the perfect time for us to kind of step in and do something to kind of reinvigorate them yeah but they are doing competitions and stuff like that so but it's amazing like just the fact that these uh music teachers have been like yeah we'll we'll throw this into our already you know Cramped study time that we have to prepare for these shows and these competitions and stuff like that, recitals and whatnot. And but uh, we did a superstition by Stevie Wonder.
7: Sweet.
0: Uh,
4: Yeah. There is nothing cooler than having a full horn section behind you. All the low brass some superstition. I mean, and a drum line. So cool. mm. Well, I know. A dream come true.
1: I know we have the information um, on the show on our website, cellardoormusicgroup.com, but where else can we find information on the show, on you guys? Tell us your social media handles.
6: Yeah, absolutely. So, musictoyourpeers.com is where you can find everything. And then we also have a Facebook um, and all of that as well. And then it's on Harding. Um, the Harding Fine Arts Academy, I think it's hardingfinearts.org. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
6: so just type in music to your peers and you'll find it.
1: And they're so. a great group. I know Lance Leitner over there. He's yes. amazing. And he has a bottle cap barn, which right. is a little gem that not a lot of people know about, but a lot of people know about it because it's, mm-hmm. it's full a lot of the times of, uh, their show, they have shows, so yeah.
6: Lance and his wife Linda, Linda have just been such big support through all of this. So, we want to say thank you to them.
1: Yeah, and they've been to a
4: lot of our shows lately, just they have, and, yeah. so thank you guys.
1: They're really great people. They do it. Hawkstock every year, too, to support Harding Fine Arts because, again, uh, Harding Fine Arts has to raise their own money to, to uh, support their. Their programs, but um, well, you guys have some songs for us today, and yeah. mm-hmm. um, so yeah, tell yeah. us what you brought for us. What are you guys going to perform?
4: <clears throat> We're actually going to perform a couple off of our um, our old album, uh, Nick Knows. So we have Nick Knows and Nick Knows, too. You can find all that on Spotify, Pandora, iTunes, RDO.
2: Google website. Play,
4: Amazon, <laughs> anywhere that you can find music, just type in N-I-C-N-O-S, and it's all going to be there. Just
1: Google you Steal guys, because you're the only Nick <laughs> <a friend>. Exactly. <laughs> just Zenga. Google it. Yeah, <laughs> Everything's <laughs> <is> right <laughs> there. We're,
4: we're, we're them. Perfect. Uh, that's us. Uh, this The first one I think we're going to do is uh, Into the Ground, and the other one is called Breaking Before the Fall. And those are both off of our first album that we did uh, down in Norman at... Or, no, we did that... The, that was actually Nick. We Nick uh, had a home studio at the time. We were like, "Well, we can make an album."
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we did. that. That's easily how it starts. <laughs> yeah, and, and
4: actually, we now own a we own a recording studio here in Oklahoma City uh, called Sweet J Sound with um, with, J- uh, with Dustin and yeah, McKenzie. So yeah. we um and so we've I mm-hmm. say we've been playing out there, just practicing and playing, and it's it's a really great creative space. So if anybody needs any recording needs.
6: Sweet J Sound. Sweet, Sweet J, J Sound. J sounds. I also <laughs> want to do just a quick mention on our new shirts. Oh, we have yeah. new shirts. And Very we've just cool. partnered with the Oklahoma Shirt Company. Uh-huh. They have been phenomenal. They have the the Shirt of the Month Club, if you haven't mm-hmm. heard about so that. So it's like a
4: subscription-based it, T-shirt. You
6: get a brand-new shirt every single month. And it's all Oklahoma-themed, every oh, single one of them. So my that's closet's that's getting a bunch of Oklahoma shirts. It's awesome. so good to know. My husband yeah. will love that. And, they, and yeah. they,
4: did a, they did amazing work, so if you need any stuff done... As far as um, getting T-shirts made, uh, they're they've been amazing to work with. One of the easiest processes we've had as far as that goes. And uh, we've um, the first run we got, we've already sold out of them, so we just had to reorder. And so that's it's a very good problem.
1: Yeah, to have. We're (laughs) ready for
6: November seventh.
4: Yeah, we're We're
1: ready. ready. (laughs) Great. Well, great. Well, we have October twenty third, Edgemere Rocks from four to seven at Restoration Church, Um, and we also have Music to Your Peers November seventh at the um, Harding Fine Arts building academy yeah the
6: auditorium there
1: the auditorium and again what time does that start
6: 7 30
1: 7 30 all right cool. so yeah well Still and let's
6: listen to some tunes let's
1: listen to some tunes and real quick you can find grounded sounds on facebook at grounded sounds okay and twitter and instagram at grounded sounds we always post stuff about our uh, sessions so we can absolutely yeah hear more about these guys and about elizabeth and Edgemere um through our social media outlets awesome all right Thanks so much, guys, for yeah, being here. We appreciate you, Elizabeth.
5: Thank, thank you. Thank you, Thanks yeah, thank you guys. We Thanks
1: can't guys. Good to meet you guys. Wow. Wow.
2: Likewise. Likewise. Thanks for having us. Yep.
4: Blackbird. This one is called Into the Ground. One, two. One, two.
5: There's a time and a place for everything. So I guess it's time for this. Where you're sexy with your action. You're looking for reaction. Oh, no, wait, baby, you got one right here in me. Oh, oh, oh. You better slow it down. Better slow it
4: This next one is a Chinese classic called Tuning. Or not Tuning. Tuning or not Tuning. <laughs> that is the question. Whether it is nobler to start a song in the key it's supposed well, to be. The <laughs> <You're right>. <laughs> <laughs> or suffer the slings
3: and arrows of
4: outrageous, outrageous. FU glares. <laughs> you all ready? This next one is uh, Breaking Before the Fall.
5: it'll be better in the morning well, go ahead and get some rest and say you'll do that for me Will you try and try to do your best and it seems to get you no
4: killer